Today is Wednesday, October 25th. The title for our devotional is Achievement. Another layer that we talked about in finding meaning to life is achievement. Achievement is indeed a part of our purpose, even if it's not our ultimate purpose. God has created us in Christ to do good works, Ephesians 2.10 says. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Jesus chose us in him to bear fruit, he says in John 15.16. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask in my Father's name, he may give it to you. Remember when we talked about this a couple weeks ago, the fruit that Jesus is talking about in John 15 is really everything in the Christian life, whatever we hope to accomplish for him. Jesus wants us to bear fruit, whether it's answers to prayer, our inner life transformation, all of that. Uh, Success in ministry, that's all the fruit that Jesus is talking about. Next, Jesus commissioned his followers to go and make disciples of all nations. Matthew 28, 19 to 20 says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. The Holy Spirit gives believers gifts to use for the edification of the church. We find those in Romans 12 and 1 Corinthians 12. We rightly celebrate the amazing accomplishments of Jesus in his ministry and the apostles in the book of Acts. So, accomplishments are a part of our purpose, and they're an important part, no less. This has been a part of the human experience from the beginning. In the creation account, the humans are given tasks to accomplish. In Genesis 1.28, we read, And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Genesis 2.15 says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. In 2.15, the word for work and keep are commonly used throughout the Old Testament to refer to service to God, that is work, and upholding the law of God, that is to keep it. So here in the creation, we see a picture of the temple. Of These are tasks that priests were to do, to, to work in the temple, to serve God in the temple, and to keep the law of God. So it's a picture of the temple, but it's not in a building, it's in all of creation. We'll come back to that uh, next week when we talk about uh, destiny. A couple of quick points on finding meaning in our work and our accomplishments. Number one, the primary work that God wants to do is in you. We talked about uh, last week in, welcome su- in our Welcome Sunday message how much of the Old Testament is about us being transformed into the image of Christ. The Beatitudes, the fruit of the Spirit, the salt and the light metaphors are all about who God is making us to be. It's just who we are. Again, 1 Corinthians 3.18, I've, I've preached on this text often, but it's just so good. It says, And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So this inner transformation is happening within believers. Accomplishment without inner life formation, it's a dangerous cocktail. Without love, success can very easily lead to pride. Dallas Willard has said, The most important thing in your life is not what you do, it's who you become. That's what you will take into eternity. Secondly, God's will is the goal of our accomplishments. Jesus taught us to pray, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus in his earthly ministry only does what the Father is doing in John 5, 19. So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. In the Garden of Gethsemane, while Jesus is going to the garden, he prays, 
for the Father to remove this cup from him, meaning take the suffering that he's about to experience on the cross from him. But he says at the end of his prayer, not my will be done, but your will be done. Obedience to the will of God includes both God's general revealed will to all Christians, that's things like obedience to the commands of Jesus, as well as his specific will in each person's life. In that sense, then, obedience to the commands of Jesus is success, right? We aren't called to build the kingdom of God. Jesus will do that. We need only to obey. C.S. Lewis has said, It is not your business to succeed, but to do right. When you have done so, the rest lies with God. From prison, the Apostle Paul writes how much he would rather die to depart to be with Jesus. But if he is to go on living, it will be for the benefit of other Christians he is discipling. In this context, he declares in Philippians 1.21, For me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Paul's so committed to doing the will of God and fulfilling the call of Christ in his life that everything he did, all of his accomplishments, whatever he was to pursue, revolved around that purpose of fulfilling the will of God and what Jesus had called him to. Thirdly, we can only accomplish God's will by being united to Christ. John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Again, remember in this context, fruit is everything in the Christian life. From answered prayers to produce love within us, everything, ministry success, it's all the fruit that Jesus is talking about here. We can do none of it apart from Christ. George MacDonald has said, And whatever man does without God, he must fail miserably or succeed more miserably. So we must be united to Christ. We must be surrendered to the will of God. And those are the accomplishments that we're striving for. Therefore, in our day-to-day, we should find meaning in accomplishing God's will, who he has called us to be and become, and what he has called us to do. We can wake up each morning and find meaning in how God is forming patience in us through the project at work that didn't go quite right. We can find meaning in how God is teaching us to love in our interactions with our friends, family, and co-workers. And when those relationships are challenging, we learn to love even more. We find meaning in seeking God's specific will in the big decisions like careers, houses, relationships, etc. In everything, we seek first his kingdom. We find meaning in doing God's will when we choose to live with integrity, even though we know lying or cheating could earn us a little extra money. This picture of purpose, it's far from the mystic monks who would sit around meditating all day, every day. I've been talking a lot the last few years about inner life formation instead of just doing things for God. This is merely a point of emphasis. I hope you haven't gotten the wrong impression that God doesn't call us to do things for him and to live a life of service to him and others. Jesus is our model. Jesus often withdrew to pray, but he spent a great deal of time doing the ministry the Father had called him to. This was exhausting work. This gives great meaning to our everyday tasks. We're making accomplishments for the kingdom of God always becoming more like Christ, accomplishing the Father's will through our union with Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Christ calls us to accomplish things for him. It must, however, be surrendered to his will. And we must remember that it's not just what God is doing through us that matters, but it's also what he is doing within us. It's a both and. For reflection time today, do you have a sense of the work that God has called you to? You know, you can glorify him in the trades just as well as you can glorify him in working as a missionary. The point is to obey God's will, both the general things he calls all Christians to do and the specific things that he has called you to do. In both of these things, we can find great meaning in our day-to-day. So whether you're finding success or not, you can have peace in doing his will. 
Whether or not you feel settled at the moment in your particular calling, you can accomplish the things that he calls all Christians to do and with the intent of moving into what he's calling you to later. So no matter who you are or what you're capable of, your day-to-day life has meaning when lived for God. You can see how he is forming the image of Christ in you, even through hard times. You can unite to Christ and seek God's will for your day-to-day. You can pray. You can call or text people to encourage them, to demonstrate your love for them, to lift their spirits. That gives eternal significance to what you do today.